Hey, my besties. Hey, my boo things. Hey, my loves and every single one of you out there who are being lights. I'm going to say that one again. For every single one of you out there who is making it your business to be intentional in being lights out there. Because this world, y'all, you know, it can get dark sometimes. And um, I appreciate you sharing your light. Um, I appreciate you all sharing your love. And I appreciate you being here with me right now. You know how I feel about this. If you've listened to the show before, I I just feel like uh, time is our greatest commodity. Because once you spend that, you can never get it back. You can lose a dollar and make 10 back, you know, but you can't get your time back. So I thank you for every single second, every moment that you are sharing with me. And so um, who is me? Me who? (laughs) For someone out there who might be new and not familiar with this particular show, let me introduce myself, boo. And then I hope that you will take the time to introduce yourself to me. Um, Just come on one of my platforms. You can, you know, hit me up on the Instagram page or come to the website and drop a comment on the page or whatever. But introduce yourself to me, too. Um, But... So I am Tiff. I'm your girl, Tiff. Hopefully before the end of this show, you'll feel like I'm your bestie, Tiff. And um, I, in the daytime, my day job is to help people be better. Um, I love working in the personal and professional development space. What that looks like is um, I enjoy helping people to grow their brands and also to grow themselves. Um, And so we work on um, work-life balance, time management, and then get those ideas out, those strategies worked out as it pertains to brand development. Most recently, um, I have become an author and a publisher. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So I've got a few books out there and some other goodies for you. And so as I kind of... transition into what I do um, because we I think we all should be constantly evolving I have actually found and actually this is going to segue into today's show honestly um, I have found a new way to do what I do Um, I have found a way to more perfectly package what I do and uh, I'm so excited about it so um Yeah, I am a speaker and all those good things. I am a consultant and blah, blah, blah. But um, as I'm becoming uh, more in tune with my passions and my purpose, um, my um, the framework that I'll be using to operate my brand um, is going to be changing a bit. And I'm really excited about that. Um, So I'm really into like I said, um, being better and evolving and, and not just for me or for you, but for someone else. Cause I, I truly do believe that. Um, and when the Bible tells us also, you know, that we are strengthened by the power of our testimony. And at the end of the day, whether it's from your work or whether it's from your play, whoever you are and all the things that help make up who you are, 
they are helping you to be better day by day, hopefully. And there's someone that is in your shadow that hadn't gotten to that point that you are at yet and they need some encouragement, right? And so um, where I'm going with this, let me kind of, I guess I'll go ahead and kind of get into today's show and then it'll all kind of begin to make sense as I tie it together, Um, (laughs) which is um, something special for me anyway, just the way that all came about this morning as I was... So let me start off by saying it's four in the morning, (laughs) y'all. And for people that know me personally, they know I just kind of start my day super duper early, like early. So I started it around three this morning. And so I was in the shower and um, I actually had the intention on recording an episode and I was going to record the episode on something else, which I will still record that episode too, probably after this one. Um in just a bit but so I had the intentions on recording an episode to talk about something way different than than today's episode (laughs) this one right here so I hadn't even thought twice about it because I knew exactly what I wanted to say to you guys so I'm in the shower moments ago just kind of preparing for my day and you know sometimes we do our most critical and uh uh, our deepest thinking when we're in that shower. It's just, I don't know. And of course, ironically enough, it would be in the shower when, you know, you've got water falling, you have no paper, no pencil that, you know, it's really difficult to sometimes even remember and capture all the thoughts, all the great ideas and thoughts that come to you, right? <laughs> so I was in the shower and I was thinking, okay, so I've got this this service, this thing as we're kind of... Um, transitioning the way that I um, do business and the things that I offer to help you guys, how am I going to present this is kind of what I was thinking in the shower. And so, um, and basically the things that I'll be doing, let me just to kind of, I'm going to be jumping back and forth a little bit. So y'all just try to stay with your girl. Just try, because listen, my little mind, it just be running like a million miles a minute, y'all. So just hang in there with me. I'm going somewhere with this. (laughs) So I typically for years, I have been a small business owner for it'll be 19 years in August of this year. Um, 19 years, I have done something like whatever the business or industry has been. I have loved and I still love being an entrepreneur. And in the last, let's see, since 2015, so about seven years. So for the last seven years, I have been in a consultant role. And so which is organized energy coaching and consulting. And in that particular role, in this particular role, um, I am basically I speak. So I'm, you know, a workshop facilitator, keynote speaker, you know, um, guest speaker for this and that, whatever. I am a consultant. I um, work one on one with people as they are trying to just hash out their ideas and strategies for building their brands. Um, I work with groups as they are trying to train their people on uh, work-life balance and time management and all that stuff. So I'm all about development, whether it's business development or personal development, just kind of developing yourself holistically as a whole person. I'm all about just strategy. If, if you were to look at all of it, the nugget of it is strategy. And the nugget of it is is just how to make something better, how to take this idea, how to take this goal And how do I bring this thing to life? So that is with your business. That is with 
the person that you want to become and all those kinds of things. And so I kind of, so my tagline has been for years, it's been developing brands and the professionals behind them because that's exactly what I do. So, um, and, and just to kind of add a little bit to that and then I'm going to move on. And the reason why I started doing that seven years ago was because of my own personal failures. Um, prior to this particular business, um, I had another business that I had for 12 years. And um, I mean, I was pretty good at it and I loved it so much. And I had, you know, I was married also in you know, I, there were some things going on within my marriage. It just wasn't panning out the way that we would have wanted, or at least I would have wanted it to pan out. And so I it just wasn't, um, it just wasn't a loving environment <laughs> to be in at my home to just, to just kind of put it very mildly. And so I really enjoyed working. I liked being away from home because at least away from home, there was some love, there was some excitement, there was some joy there. Um, I loved what I did. And um, I just, I would, I would, you know, uh, do my thing at church, you know, whatever ministries I was a part of, I would be at church quite often at meetings or doing the thing or whatever, um, you know, like whatever it is I was volunteering to do, I would be there to do the volunteer work or I would be there meeting about the volunteer work or it would be church service. And so I was at church a lot. Um, and, um, I was also just kind of, like I said, if I wasn't at church, I was probably at my business, um, from early, early in the morning, like five something in the morning till I don't even know what time at night. Um, and it got so bad. Sometimes my husband or ex-husband would bring my dinner to my workplace, to my, to my business. And, um, the kids would be with him and, you know, they're like dropping off food to me. And, uh, you know, they're like, how much longer are you going to be here? You know, kind of thing. And, and they would go ahead and go home and kind of wrap up their night, you know, and I'd come home late once everybody is kind of, you know, it's time to be in bed or something. And it was, it just was like that. And I was very driven and I just loved business. And I also didn't feel loved at home. Um, just like I said, some things are going on in the marriage. And so I just found my happy place to be at work and, and I, and I also enjoyed, you know, uh, being at church. I love to give and I loved to be of service. And um, all that being said, my marriage fell apart. It was not because of those things. Let me, it was, it was other things going on, but um, marriage fell apart. Uh, financial struggles happened. Depression came. Um, just sadness and, and anxiety and frustration and all kinds of stuff happened and life just began to happen. And from that um, tumultuous time that I went through, when I finally came back to my senses and began the healing process and God allowed me to get back on my feet, um, when all those, when that happened, um, I said, okay, God, what are we going to do? what will you have me do? And, um, cause I, I feel lost now. I've been out of the, I've been out of the thing, out of the loop for a few years now, as I kind of went through my grieving process and healing process and, and all the things that needed to take place as I was recovering from just life and failures in life and, and, and all the things. And, um, 
So I'm like, okay, what do I do? Do I jump back in this industry that I was in for so many years? Do I do something else? Like, what do you want me to do? Cause I don't want to do nothing without you God. You know, where are we going next? Where's our next adventure kind of thing. And um, that's when I knew that God wanted me to do organized energy. He literally the name, he given me the name before this even happened. Um, like before this business had taken place, I, he had already given me the name. I even, even, I even saw the place that I would be like conducting organized energy. It was so wild. Cause that's exact. Well, down the street from it is exactly where I actually ended up kind of started organized energy. It was so like, he gave me the name, the, the, the vision of what, you know, what I was going to be doing, where I even would be literally that's where I in the vicinity at least now like I said down the road it's exactly where I was it was crazy not crazy in a bad way crazy in a good way like wow God um and over the years organized energy has just evolved um but I say that to say that my purpose in organized energy was to help people to um be better really like genuinely like so many times we see public successes not even knowing because on the outside it look on the outside looking in they definitely look like a public success not knowing the truth of the matter that they are currently a private mess public success private mess and that's literally what I was for some years. And that's what so many people are right now. Public successes, private messes. And so in organized energy, um, what? The, I didn't even, because the name was given to me. God gave me the name. And I didn't even know the name and what it meant at the time. Like, I literally didn't even know what I was like. What is this God? Um, I didn't even know what was going to be with, with the name. What, what do I do with this name? Like you get, it was on my heart and I'm like, okay, what's this? You know, like I sat on it for a while cause I had no idea even what this was and what he was doing with me, um, with it. And, um, you know, I've grown into the name. I've grown into the name. God has allowed that to happen. Um, but organized energy for me means this. When things are orderly, when things are organized inside you and around you, like when things are right on the inside, like you got like your thoughts are not going all over the place. Like, you know, because sometimes we can just have like a million things balled up on the inside and you just have this. Um, you just you don't even know why you feel like you're feeling, but you know that you just have a ton of things on your shoulders and on your mind. And it's just a lot going on. Right. And then around you. It might be clutter. There's clutter on the inside and there's clutter on the outside, right? And you just can't function in clutter. You cannot function in an in a mess. I mean, and well, let me I can't. Let me say I can't, because you might can. I cannot. When there's clutter in my mind and there's clutter in my physical environment as well, it's very difficult to do what I need to do. 
at my best. And so when we can begin to pull out each little thing that's on the mind and try to figure out what is all this stuff that's cluttered up here. And so I found that when I sit down and I begin to write out, well, what is on my mind? Like, why do I feel like this? And I start to just number, you know, I really wasn't into journaling, but I am a list maker. I like to make lists. And so I didn't feel like writing any paragraphs like a journal. I wasn't into that, but I could make a list of the things that I was that was on my mind. So I felt like as I would sit down and write down what the heck is going on with me and I would write, OK, number one, I know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I'm really thinking heavily about blah, blah, blah. OK, I write number one down. Okay, and then number two, I do know that so-and-so's on my mind, this thing or that thing's on mine. Okay, number two and number three. And you start pulling out the things that are like all jumbled up and cluttered in the mind. And immediately, just from writing it down on paper and pulling it out of my head, I would feel better already. Problem may not be solved yet, but just getting it off my mind and on paper felt better instantly. And then I would take it a step further and look at what I have on paper now. And I'd be like, okay, well, what makes sense about like what's logical to do here? Let's pray about these things. And also what makes sense? Like, okay, it feels so big when it's on your mind. When you look at it on paper, you're like, I'm tripping over that little thing. Like, really? For real, Tiffany? You tripping over this, you know, type of thing. And so when I would look at it on paper, I'm like, girl, (laughs) And it would seem so small on paper, but it would seem so big in my head. All right. So I'm looking on paper. I'm like, okay, well, this is easy. We're going to pray about this and we're going to pray to God do his part. And what's logical for your part? You know, because faith without works is dead is what the Bible tells us. So faith without works, like we have faith. He going to do his thing. But what's our work in this? What are we supposed to do? So, okay, let me do what I'm supposed to do right here. What makes sense for me? What's clear that I need to do in this thing? And we're going to wait on God to do his part. And it's going to all work out for my good, right? That's what Roman 828 say, right? So um, that being said, I did that part. I would clear out my mind. And then I began to declutter my physical space, you know, so... And I've never really been a messy person, so I'm not going to say that I had a big mess. But at the time that I was coming out of a depression, yes, ma'am, I had a horrible mess in my house. And that was not like me because I'm very, very meticulous, very, very neat, very, very orderly and organized. And everybody that knows me knows this. So you had, if you came to my home during the time that I was going through my depression, you would know something is wrong with me because it wasn't like me. To, 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 to be this way. And I had things everywhere. When I was going through my depression, y'all, I don't know. It'd be days I didn't even want to take a shower. Like, I literally didn't want to get out of the bed. Didn't want to wake up from sleeping so long. Didn't want, like, I just didn't want to do anything. You know, you know, if you've never been in depression, honey, praise God for it. If you've been through one, then you know what I'm talking about, right? So anyway, all that being said, you can begin to feel better just by getting things organized and orderly and pulling all that clutter out of your head, but also purging, pulling things out of your, you know, environment, throwing away things, giving away things you don't need anymore, tidying up, you know, all those kinds of things. And so I began to to just kind of began to make sense that organized energy for me was when things are organized internally and externally, the great, the good energy would begin to flow. You feel better. You you're happier. You you feel like you can think now. You feel like you are in a space where you can work now. You can focus because things are in order. 
And so that was the essence and the nugget of my business name, Organized Energy. And so that pertained to um, me as a person and it pertained to me as the entrepreneur, the business. And that's how I was able to help other entrepreneurs balance between their personal stuff they got going on and the business stuff they got going on. Because again, we don't want to be public successes, yet private messes. And so we want, so my goal is to work with people to help them find uh, as close to balance as possible. There's an argument there. Some people say balance is not, you know, true or real or whatever. And, you know, you say work-life balance, like, yeah, right. That's not possible, blah, blah, whatever. I'm not going to debate that with you. Go debate that with somebody else. Okay. (laughs) But I'm telling you that you want things as right as they can be on the home front and the work and the play front. All right. Okay. So all that, okay. All that being said, so the last seven years, um, I have done that. I've worked with people with their business and with themselves trying to be better. Okay. All right. So as I've been evolving, I'm I'm like, how else can I get, can I help people to grow their brand, you know, develop their business and also to to develop themselves um, and all that. What's another way I can do this more efficiently without working with people so much one-on-one? How else can I do this so that I can help more people? And so, um, that is through the new book, um, Is This Thing On? The um, Super Simple Guide to Planning, Launching, and Scaling Your Podcast. What that That's one leg of it. And what that does is it helps you or a person to develop their brand, whether it's your, just your personal brand or your, your professional brand. If you've got a business that you want to kind of promote, you can do that through podcasting. If you have just uh, you yourself, you are your brand, your person, you just put a business to the side. And there's something that you want to develop. If you have a passion, um, if you have a purpose, if you have a story to tell, if you've overcome something, if you're going through something, if you know something that you'd like to teach, to share, you can do that through podcasting. But you all can you can still do those things. Also through writing a book. Um, Because people like to read books and learn. They want to hear your story. They want to know your passion, your purpose, the thing that you love to explain, to teach, to tell your mess that might now be your message, whatever it is. You can also do that through a book. So um, as you're developing yourself personally and you have a story to tell. Or if you're developing your book, your your business, your brand, and you have a brand message to tell, you want to get something out there about your business. Both of these things can be achieved through a podcast and a book. And so I have now a publishing company, Amora Moon Publishing. That's love. Amora is love. Moon is a light, right? In darkness, you know, we see that moon out there. And so I, so that's where I got that name, Amora Moon, love and light. Even in darkness, you can still shine your light. Y'all know I'm real big on that, love and light. And so that's the reason for the name Amora Moon Publishing, because I want to help you share love and light through helping you to write and publish your book. Um, is this thing on that is the book and and all the tools and resources that come along with that suite um, of items of offerings 
uh, and resources, and that's to help you with your podcast. So my, as I do that, so going back to the shower from this morning, so I was in the shower and I'm like, well, how do I kind of merge those together? And so in the shower, I was thinking, you know, well, you know, I can definitely, you know, package this and share with them, share with my people that I can help you, you know, now that your mess is now your message, you know, now that you have found wisdom through your wilderness experience. And for y'all that uh, wilderness experience, that references the children of Israel in the Bible. Um, it references the children of Israel when they were coming from um, slavery in Egypt and they were on their way to the promised land. They had to go through the wilderness to get to the promised land. Right. And so um some made it in the promised land and some didn't. You got to go read your Bible to find out that whole story if you don't already know it. But for those who made it into the promised land, they had to go through the wilderness first, right? And the wilderness came after they were in slavery, right? They were in slavery, then the wilderness, and then some made it into the promised land. And um, the promise, so in the wilderness, of our lives sometimes we don't know what in the world is going on like why are we here <laughs> how long is this gonna be before I get out of this place you know and whatever but in the wilderness God still keeps you God still has kept me and in the wilderness we've gained wisdom you've gained your wisdom that you would not have otherwise had learned gained acquired if you didn't go through the wilderness period, right? And so in your wilderness period, during your mess, during your mess, you now, now that you're out of the mess, now that you're out of the out of the wilderness, you now have a message, right? And out of the wilderness, now you have wisdom. I hope you did. I hope you didn't go through that thing for nothing. Because if you went through it and you ain't got your wisdom, you know, you got to repeat that. You know, if we until we learn our lesson, we got to repeat it. Right. So I hope that you got it so that you can get out of it and go on, go on about your business. <laughs> so with that being said, you have a story to tell there. You found purpose even in your pain. You know, it was to strengthen you. It was to encourage somebody else. And so that being said, it's time to tell your story. It's time to tell your story. And that being said, that's what I'm here for. That's what Amora Moon Publishing is here for. Um, that is what the Is This Thing On Super Simple Guide to Planning, Launching, and Scaling Your Podcast is what that book is for, to help you get your story out through me helping you to get that book done or me helping you get that podcast. And hopefully both, because some read, some listen, some do both, whatever. Get that story out there whatever way you can. And I want to help you with that. So I say that to say, bringing it on around to how God works. So I was in the shower and I was thinking about these things and I'm like, okay, okay, God. So, you know, or, or, it, you know, I'm thinking, okay, I can share with them that their mess is now their message. You know, there's purpose that was in their pain. There's, you know, um, blah, 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 all these things. And, and so you, what you went through had a reason, had a purpose, right? So I get out the shower I write this down because I don't want to forget it because, you know, in the shower, there was no paper. There was no pencil. <laughs> so I had to hurry up and get this down once I got out the shower. 
So I get my clothes on and all this. And before I get on this good hair microphone, this microphone here to talk to you all. Before I did that, of course, I, I try to start my day with reading my Bible. Um, just I, I need to hear from the Lord. And uh, so I, I try to read my Bible and uh, I, I have to share this with you. I have to share this with you. It literally brought me to tears. Y'all, look, I don't know what's going on with me and you <laughs> and this here podcast because I'm turning into a sap. Y'all have been crying every time it's time to do a podcast episode lately. And as a matter of fact, I have a team member, Marcella. Shout out to Marcella. Hey, Marcella. Um, I hope you're listening, girl. So I was just talking to Marcella yesterday. Oh, God, I should not say this. Well, it's, and it's not just Marcella. Marcella, I hope you don't mind because now I just started it. <laughs> but I want to tell you, um, Marcella, she's actually in Brazil. And um, I love that, too. But um, what was I going to tell you about that? Oh, yeah. So people just... <laughs> Not just her, but there have been so many people that have reached out to me since the last episode to say, girl, you, I've been on, I listened to that episode and I have been crying and crying, you know, da, 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 da. It touched me. I can relate to it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, last episode, meaning uh, in this particular case, it was the one called put your stick down. So if you haven't heard it, check it out. Put your stick down. Y'all, I was crying in the doggone episode. But in that episode, I was telling y'all about how I was crying in another episode. Oh, my God. We got to stop this. <laughs> oh, my God. So then y'all out here reaching out to me talking about, girl, I heard that episode. Guys, too. Girl, I heard that episode and I was in tears. Oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, y'all, now listen. So we going to do this. <laughs> But it just happens that way. God really does minister to me and he ministers to you all. And I thank him for that. Uh, my gosh, you know, it's a, it's incredible. And it just, and the thing is, it don't even be that we set out for it to go that way. It just kind of goes that way. <laughs> so I'm out the shower today and I'm writing this note down about, you know, this message and how to package the new services and all this. And, uh, I got to thinking about my own life and my own story and, and my, my, my lived experiences, my journey. And uh, I, then I kind of began to read my Bible. And um, this morning, I just actually, I tapped into what the Our Daily Bread. If you go to odb.org, odb.org, that's our, like for Our Daily Bread. Um, sometimes if I don't really know what I'm going to read next on my own in the Bible, I'll just kind of tap into what they've got for the day's devotional and I'll just kind of go with that. And that's what I've done for the last um, three days or so, something like that. Um, so today's thing was called Give While You Live was the title of their lesson, but it was taken from the Bible, John chapter nine, verses one through twelve. So I love the message they had, give while you live. I loved that. That really resonated with me. But the but the, the scripture, they had they were going at this one angle. Yes, and that was great. When I read the scripture, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> this is just how God works. I read the scripture passage and it just, here I go crying. You know, it was like, here I went. I just had to cry. It just was so moving. And I want to read it to you. Um, I want to read it to you because 
I got to say, I got to share something and how it kind of coincides with all that I just shared with you so far in this particular episode. Okay. So let me read this to you really quickly. Um, and again, if you got your Bible, y'all weren't trying to turn this into a Bible study. It just turned out that it's just, <laughs> it's just kind of the way it went today. Um, I'm gonna read it. John chapter nine, verses one through 12. And um, I'm reading from the new century version of the Bible. All right. <clears throat> okay. So it says, and this is entitled, Jesus heals a man born blind. And it says, as Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been born blind. His followers asked him, teacher, whose sin, whose sin caused this man to be born blind? His own sin or his parents' sin? Jesus answered, it is not this man's sin or his parents' sin that made him blind. This man was born blind so that God's power could be shown in him. While it is daytime, we must continue doing the work of the one who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After Jesus said this, he spit on the ground and made some mud with it and put the mud on the man's eyes. Ooh, child. <clears throat> then he told the man, go and wash in the pool of Siloam. Siloam means scent. So the man went, washed, and came back seeing. The neighbors and some people who had earlier seen this man begging said, isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? I hope y'all follow it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get into this. Hold on, y'all. Some said he is the one, but others said, no, he only looks like him. The man himself said, I am the man. They asked, how did you get your sight? He answered, the man named Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. Then he told me to go to Salome and wash. So I went and washed and then I could see. I stopped at verse 11. Oh, Jesus. Y'all. <clears throat> Y'all. <laughs> All right. I, I got it. This ties in to the whole thing in the shower. It ties into the whole thing I've been talking about on this episode. There's so much meat in this and when I read it this morning just to get my day started before I came on this here microphone to talk to y'all man oh my god so I, I I wasn't like I didn't read the bible with the intent on then sharing it with you all on the episode because like I started off saying I had a whole nother thing I was even going to talk about on this like this was not none of this this wasn't even the topic but it had to become the topic for this episode because it tied into the shower situation and what I thought about in the shower for the business. All right, I need to go back and, and um, so this kind of ties into the last episode called Put Your Stick Down also. The man was born blind and the people want to know whose fault. Cause you know, we got to do some finger pointing. Who did it? 
whose re whose fault is it that this man was born blind was it his own sin now how's this when he was born blind what could the baby have done already to deserve you know he said was it his fault was it his sin or was it his parents sin now how could it have been his sin you know he's a baby born this way but they said so is it his fault his sin or is it is it his parents sin that caused this man to have this hardship to already be born with 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 one strike against it to already be born at a disadvantage to already start life off at a disadvantage whose fault is that right and sometimes we wonder god why me what am i supposed to do with this hand that i've been dealt and you wonder well what must you have done to deserve this and back to the previous episode with put your stick down if you if you heard that when you know that one of the 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 disadvantages that i felt like i had had to deal with was that i was born to a teenage mother and no father my dad this he whatever you know love him not mad at him now <laughs> But uh, he was not there. He said that baby is not mine. <laughs> and he, when they graduated high school, he, he, he moved away. He left town. He never moved back to our town. He settled somewhere else. And that's where he is still to this very day. Um, mind you, I'm 40 something years old. So he never, he came back to visit. But and not, this is not to bash my dad. Let me not even go there. Because this is not about my dad. I'm saying that. That was a disadvantage that I thought that I that that I felt like, dang, you know, I got a teenage mama. So my granny basically was raising me and no daddy. And as I grew up and began to look around, I saw that my friends had a daddy and I didn't. And I felt like I was different and I felt like I was at a disadvantage. Right. Disadvantage. Teenage mama. We on welfare. Disadvantage. You know. We, we, we had a little few restrictions. There were some limitations to what we could do. We walked everywhere, caught the bus, caught the cab, got a ride, whatever, from somebody. You know, we didn't have our own stuff. We was living in the projects where any and everything was going on in the projects. Nothing against the projects. Like, I absolutely love where I came from and very proud of it, okay? Nothing against, I'm not downing the project experience at all. I will gladly say I'm from the bricks, from the bricks. Um, and that's just a, if, well, for you all who are not from the projects, um, the bricks is um, just just talking about the structure of, of the buildings that that the projects was built of. And we just kind of because we called it the bricks. So anyway, proud of that. Not ashamed of it. OK, but um, it could be viewed as a disadvantage. You know, people label us as disadvantaged youth urban inner city youth disadvantaged youth disadvantaged populations minorities okay <laughs> that's who they that's that it was made for they it was for us but whatever okay ah but that disadvantage soon turned out to be a blessing um, it is still, I count it one of my greatest blessings, greatest blessings. Cause right now in the times we live, people losing things. I, we, we're not shocked. We know what that feels like to not have it. We know how to make it. 
on a little bit. That's what we do. That's how we have lived. That's what we know, right? We know what to do with a little bit. We know what to do with a lot. But there are people who have never had a little bit and they are going crazy that they now have a little bit. They don't know what to do. Uh-huh, see? All right, but, okay. So we're talking with this man and like, whose fault is it that he was born with this disadvantage, that he's born blind, right? And and so, you know, there have been times I'm like, you know, what did I do? Whose fault? Why Why God was I dealt these, you know, whatever it is. It might've been the fact that my dad, you know, thing. It might've been the fact that we were on welfare. It might've been that we were living in the projects. It might've been that when we moved from the projects, we moved just to the hood somewhere else. So there was still stuff going on around us every, you know, there was violence and drugs and of course, just everything, you know, prostitution, uh, bullying, you know, you name it, whatever, you know, um, and, and, and whatever else that goes along with those things, looking for love in all the wrong places, growing up, being promiscuous, Growing up, trying, you know, smoking weed, drinking and doing other things I ain't have no business doing and all this stuff as a kid, you know, 13, you know, 13, 12, 12, 13, 14 years old and on. Okay. I started early just trying things, just trying to find love, trying to find acceptance, just trying stuff. You know, I was always really good at school. You would have never known that I was doing any of this other stuff in the background because my grades were reflective of an A, B, honor roll student. But here I was having sex early. (laughs) Here I was smoking, drinking, and all kinds of stuff. You know, I mean, my mother was not home. She was usually at work. She had to work two jobs a lot of times or she was at bingo (laughs) or we were home with a boyfriend of hers or we were home by ourselves. And so here I was just raising myself, you know, is what it was. And so anyway, I say all that to say, you look around sometimes and you feel like, woe is me. And whose fault is this, right? Or people looking, being skeptical and wondering. That's what these people were doing in in this scripture here, right? And so, but Jesus, it's the Bible says that Jesus said, it wasn't anybody's fault. It wasn't the, it wasn't the man's sins. It wasn't his parents' sins. It had nothing to do with none of that. Jesus said the man was born blind so that God's power could be shown in him. What you think is a disadvantage, what you think was a, a setback, was not even a setback. It was a set up for a comeback. It was not a disadvantage. It was to set you up for greater blessings later down the road. It was for God to get the glory, right? And so we, it's not, it's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. It's not about you. It ain't, what you're going through ain't even about you. Okay. What you're going through is not about you. Sure, it can strengthen you, absolutely. It can grow you, absolutely. All of that, it can make you better, absolutely. It will give you wisdom through through your wilderness, absolutely. But ultimately, it is to give God glory. And it is to give somebody else encouragement because they coming up behind you. And they're going to need to go through what you've been through. Okay? And um, 
you know who I come up behind? My Aunt Kelly. She is like an amazing inspiration for me. Amazing. So many things that she has experienced. She's, uh, you know, the things that she that she has been just such a light for my life. Um, she has shown me and told me, told me wisdom, show me wisdom. And um, I look at her and I say, OK, I can do this. Because she's done this. She's 10 steps ahead and I'm right there, you know, some of the and, and so I look and I'm like, OK, I can do this. And that's what somebody is with you. They're looking ahead at you. You're 10 steps ahead of them, but you've been down that road. And so you know what they're going through. And they're looking to you for light. They're looking for you to be a blessing from God in human form. Through your testimony, you're the vessel to get the blessing to them. Their inspiration, their encouragement to them through your story. Okay? And um, I say that to say that ultimately it's not about you. It's about God getting the glory and you helping somebody else. And so that's what Jesus said about this man's disadvantage. Okay? Because his disadvantage didn't stay a disadvantage. We know I've already read to you the passage. So you know what happens with the man in the end. He gets his healing. But we had to, it was, it, we had to be able to. Um, I didn't say we, God showed his power through this man's weakness. Cause there's another part in the Bible that does say that through our weakness, his strength is made perfect. But let me finish with this. And so it says that it was for God to get the glory. It says for, so that God's power could be shown in him. Right. And as we read along, we know what that what happened there. It said, so Jesus says, after he said this, he spit on the ground and made some mud with it and put the mud on the man's eyes. Then he told the man, go wash in the pool of Siloam, Siloam being sent. So the man went and washed. It says the man, so the man went, washed and came back seeing. This is all tying in y'all. Just walk with me. It's all tying into the shower thing and, and the, and what I'm doing with the business and the last, in the last episode, they all tie in. I didn't know they were going to tie in, but they do. Y'all God used mud to help him see, help the man see. He used mud to help the man see. He used mud to help the man see flowers beautiful flowers beautiful flowers come up through the dirt that seed is planted in the dirt the seed is planted in the dirt and the dirt covers the seed there's no sunshine on the seed because the seed is hidden in the dirt there's no light on the seed because the seed is hidden in the dirt and the seed has to push up through the dirt to grow into the beautiful flower it's destined to become. The man had to have mud put on his eyes 
so that he could see. You have to go through your dirt process, your wilderness process, your mud process so that you can see. So that you can see. The Bible tells us, let him who has ears hear. And that's that's appropriate right here. Let him who has ears hear. If you if you know, you know, right? If you know, you know. Ironically, God, Jesus put mud on the man's eyes, told him to go wash, and he came back seeing. You had to go through the mess, the mud. You had to go through the mud, the mess, the mud. When you washed, you can now see, right? You got a story to tell. You've been through some dirt. You've been through some mud, but God let you see. He let you blossom into a beautiful flower. And now you can see. And it wasn't for you so much as it was for God's power to be revealed and to be shown. It was in your weakness that his strength was made perfect. And all things. We're working together for your good and they still are. You know, when you're making a cake, the egg alone don't taste too good. A raw egg, come on. The flour alone, it couldn't taste too good. The the oil, the vegetable oil by itself, ugh. That was that divorce. That was that bad credit. That was the financial failure. That was being left, abandoned, forsaken. That was the betrayal, the egg, the this, the that. But when you put it all together, right? And you put it in the oven and you give it time. You got yourself a delicious cake. You got yourself a delicious cake. None of those singular things would have been good by themselves. The divorce the credit, the financial failure, the betrayal, the the eviction, the foreclosure, the miscarriage, the whatever. But when you put it all together, where are you at now? How your life? How you living? You good? You blessed? You got more love? You got more light? Is your your smile a little brighter? Is your spirit a little brighter? Are your days a little sweeter? Then you just proved my point. You are now that delicious cake, that beautiful flower, that all those things that look like was going to bury you. When you couldn't see the sunshine, you couldn't see the light. You felt smothered. It didn't feel good, didn't taste good, didn't look good. It was dark. And now look at you. And you, my love, have a story to tell. You have a story to tell. And so the man came back seeing and it said, some said he is. No, 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 no. Let me go back. It says the neighbors and some people who had earlier seen this man begging 
So they saw him when it was a little dark for him. They saw you when you were in need. They saw you when you were doing bad. They saw me when I was doing bad. They saw me in my depression. They saw when I lost my weight. They saw me when I lost my mind. They saw me when I lost my money and I was getting ready to lose my house and I lost my marriage. And I lost me for a little while. But, um, but, so they said, isn't this the same man that was begging? Isn't this the same chick who had food stamps? Who was, isn't this the same chick that was working at the temp agency trying to make ends meet? Isn't this the same chick that was driving the, the minivan that kept breaking down every other week? Isn't this the same chick who... Who, 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 whatever, who, whatever, fill in the blank. They said, isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Cause they knew, <laughs> but look at me now. Not in a, not in an arrogant way. No, ma'am. Never arrogance. Never arrogance. Saying it when I say, look at me now is look at what God has done that way. Look at what God has done. And so they said, it says some said he is the one like that's him but others said no he only looks like him because they like it you know as if it couldn't be him it looked like him but in no way because they know how bad off the man was and who could bring back sight to the blind they knew that was impossible so they're like no nah, it only looked like him it couldn't be him you know right and it says the man himself so now he speaks up and what is he doing? He's telling his story. It says the man himself said, I am the man. I am the man. He's saying, yeah, that's me. You right. That's me. Yeah, I'm the one that used to sleep around. Yeah, I'm the one who used to smoke and drink. Yeah, I'm the one that was on welfare. Yes, I'm the one who didn't have a daddy. Yeah, I'm the one that was born to a teenage mother. Yes, I'm the one that was raised in the bricks. Yes, I'm the one that was raised in the projects and in the hood. Yes, I'm the one that was bullied. Yes, I'm the one that was 12, 13 trying out sex. Yes, I'm the one that was whatever again fill in your own blanks what you think you know about me that's me yes I am the one like he said yes they asked how did you get your sight he answered the man named Jesus made some mud <laughs> the man named Jesus allowed me to go through <laughs> The man named Jesus made some mud and he put it on my eyes. Then he told me to go to Salome and wash. So I went and washed and then I could see. He told his testimony. You feel me? He told his testimony. And I want you to tell yours. I want you to tell yours. 
it's time. It's time. If you're ready to tell your testimony and you want me to help you through a podcast, through writing your book, hit me up. Hit me up. Um, I wasn't even going there. This was not the intent for this episode, but here it is. And it was nobody but God, because who could have, how could I have lined that up? I, I didn't even know that was going to be my devotional scriptural, scripture to read this morning. And it just all lined up that way. And that was nobody but God that did that for me this morning. And he did it for you too. I love you so much. I thank you for tuning in. I did not mean for this to be long because I usually tell y'all, this ain't going to be long. We ain't got to be long to be strong. <laughs> Here we are, y'all. We going long today, but we needed to because sometimes that's what's necessary. I want you to know I love you. I want you to know that God loves you. Jesus loves you. And I want you to make sure that you love you. All right. Yeah, I love you. And yes, he loves you. I need you to love you. And if you don't know what that looks like or how to do that, hit me up for that, too. Okay, check me out. I want you to please rate the podcast. Um, You can rate it on Spotify. You can rate it on Apple Podcasts. Um, Leave me messages if you want. Uh, But you can visit my website, which is organizedenergy.co organizedenergy.co and check me out. I love you so much. Have the best and most blessed week.